Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. This is Optimal Work Daily, episode 1172. Defective Apologies by Seth Godin of seths.blog. And I'm your narrator, Dan, and uh, we're gonna jump right into our post now as we optimize your life. Defective Apologies by Seth Godin of seths.blog. Civilization depends on the apology. When humans interact and something goes wrong, the apology builds a bridge that enables us to move forward. But apologies are failing more often. Two reasons? First, organizations aren't humans, and organizations often seek to avoid or industrialize the human work that civilization needs. And secondly, the apology is a complex organism, one with many structures and purposes, and our culture models, or fails to model, how it's supposed to be done. Consider that we can say, I'm sorry, at a funeral, even if we didn't murder the deceased, but we also say I'm sorry when we bump into someone in a crowded train station, and I'm sorry when we get caught shoplifting. Three different situations with fundamentally different amounts of complicity, blame, or guilt. When someone accidentally bumps into us, we don't expect compensation or punishment, but we very much want to be acknowledged. On the other hand, acknowledgement is insufficient when someone sought to profit from our pain. We can start by asking, what is this apology for? What does the person need from us? To be seen, compensation, punishment for the transgressor, and stopping the damage. The first category, to be seen, is the one that most demands humanity, and it's also the most common. A form letter from a company does not make us feel seen. Neither does an automated text from an airline when a plane is late. One reason that malpractice victims sue is that surgeons sometimes have trouble with a genuine apology. This non-human behavior is getting worse and is being celebrated in parts of our culture, mistaking it for strength, which leads to a demand for the other three. Compensation is the ancient tradition of seeking to make a victim whole. Unless the injury is solely financial, financial compensation is insufficient, but that doesn't mean we haven't tried to build systems that use money to atone for ills. Punishment is different from compensation. Punishment allows the victim to feel seen, because he or she is now aware that the transgressor feels some pain as well. Punishment is unsatisfying to the victim if he or she is unaware of it. Punishment is economically suspect, though, because other than the second-order feeling of being seen, the punishment doesn't directly help the person who is injured. It can also spiral forward, leading to ever more damage. And finally, stopping the damage, which often coexists with the other three needs. This is the affirmative act of making sure it doesn't happen again. 
This is correcting the website so that the next person who reads it won't see the same error. This is fixing the railing so the next visitor won't trip and fall. This is the organization investing time and energy to actually improve its systems. Compounding these totally different sorts of apologies is the very industrial idea of winning. Victims have been sold that it's not enough that your compensation is merely helpful, but it has to be the most. That you won the biggest judgment in history. That the transgressor isn't simply going to jail, but is going to jail forever, far away in solitary confinement. We've all ended up in a place where one of the ways to feel seen is to also feel like you came in first place compared to others. There's an old cartoon, an irate customer is standing by the complaints desk of a store, clearly not mollified by the clerk. She then asks, exasperated, well, what if we shut down the store, burn it to the ground and run the owner out of town? Will that be enough? The challenge that organizations have is that they haven't trained, rewarded, or permitted their frontline employees to exert emotional labor to create human connection when it's most needed. The traveler goes straight from, my flight is overbooked, to, I want a million frequent flyer miles and a first-class ticket on the next flight. The patient goes from, the scar on my leg isn't healing, to, I'm going to sue you. And the most common unseen situation is the customer who walks away forever because you have a broken system and you're not hearing from your people about how to fix it. Organizations that refuse to see the pain they're causing because they are afraid of being held responsible have missed the point. You're already being held responsible. The question is what to do about it. You can stonewall, bureaucratize, and delay and hope that the system will suffice. The alternative is to actually contribute to connection by actually apologizing. Apologizing not to make the person go away, but because they have feelings and you can do something for them. Apologizing with time and direct contact, and following it up by actually changing the defective systems that caused the problem. Yikes, I'm sorry you missed your flight. I really wish that hadn't happened. The next flight is in an hour, but that's probably going to ruin your entire trip. Are you headed on vacation? You're right. You booked a front-facing seat, but you got one that's facing backward. And I hear you about getting motion sickness. My sister does too. I know that Amtrak has been having trouble with our systems, but I have the hotline number of the head of ops. I'm going to call and let them know. Yeah, I shouldn't have written that review. I was in a bad mood when I wrote it. I apologize. But to set the record straight, I'm going to delete that review and write a new one, just as loud. But this time, telling people about how much you care. Consider that an effective apology has a few elements to it. One, you know what sort of apology you're offering. Two, you share your story with the aggrieved as well as hearing their story, thus becoming human and then taking the time to help them feel seen by you. And three, you engage with the person who was harmed and find out beyond being seen what would help them move forward, noting that it's impossible to make complete amends. It's worth noting that these are not the same steps you'd take if you're simply hoping the person will shut up and go away without you seeing them. That's not going to happen, and acting as if it will will only make your problem worse. Empathy leads to connection, which leads to trust. You just listened to the post titled Defective Apologies by Seth Godin of seths.blog. When it comes to hiring, don't go searching for the one. Just meet your match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. 
Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging. 93% of employers agree. Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites. And one of the things I really love about Indeed is that it filters out those incompatible applicants. So when you're hiring, the process is much faster and you only have to consider applicants that are already likely to be a great fit. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at indeed.com startup. So just go to indeed.com startup right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com startup. Terms and conditions apply. And thank you to Seth for giving us permission to narrate from his blog. Seth is a super popular writer. He's got 19 best-selling books and is also the creator of Alt-MBA, an online leadership and management workshop. Alt-MBA uses digital tools to engage with small groups of 120 students in an intense four-week process. It's been going on since 2015 and has transformed the lives of more than 4,500 people in more than 70 countries. And a little more about Seth, he has been writing every day on his blog for over a decade. More than 60,000 people have taken his online courses and he now has five TED Talks. So check out his site, which has a lot to offer. You can find his massive blog there, of course, but also books, podcasts, his talks, and so much more, all right there on seths.blog. But that does it for me today here on Optimal Work Daily. I really appreciate you being here and listening all the way through each day, and I'll see you back here tomorrow where your optimal life awaits.